I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. revenge. Only you can save your children. You must make yourself remember. Remember what? Peter, don't you know who you are? Have to fly. Have to fight. Have to crow. Have to save Maggie. Have to save Jack. Christmas. Welcome to Neverland, a place where if you believe hard enough, even a turkey will fly. And middle-aged men remember the true meaning of happiness, getting off with sexy mermaids. Yes, it's Hook. And joining me in the Bangarang bus is Dan Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't get that reference. No, nor do I. I don't know where I got it from. Definitely don't know why you don't know who's writing your material, but pervert, probably. Pervert, probably. How are you? I've got a cold. You're getting. I don't know. We must have somehow given each other our colds yeah. over over the internet. Uh, <coughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. I'm coughing. If I cough and sneeze, it's Christmas. It's the season for feeling a bit shite. Yeah. Apologies, everybody, but we're probably going to be coughing and sneezing all the way through this. But what the fuck? Who cares? Yeah. It's. It's. It doesn't matter. You won't get it. No. Exactly. This isn't Lawnmower Man or Tron. Got the shit versions of those films. It's like, what happened to you? Oh, I just got a flu off a computer. I went into oh. Flynn's Arcade and I got the flu. 
The end. Do you mean Clue? No, no, Flew. No, totally different character. <laughs> that would be good if there was a Clue did have a little friend who just kept sneezing all the time and they never said his name. That'd and he's just called Flew. Yeah. And they just like and they like it's implied. Mm. He's called AIDS. That'd be too clever for Disney these days. <laughs> they keep threatening. Well, you're in a mood. Oh, they keep threatening us with another Tron film, don't they? With old. Um, Jared... They're doing one. Yeah, Jared Leto, isn't it? Jared Leto's going to be in it next year. Uh, no. Yeah, but he's in Blade Runner two, and it's fine. Yeah, but he's not the lead actor in Blade Runner two. He's a weirdo. He loves playing weirdos, doesn't he? I bet I think he's playing a weirdo in this. I think he's making playing the same character. Oh. Do you remember when he was in... Um... No, the same character he was in that he... He's, I think he's playing like a creepy megalomaniac villain. Oh, wow, that was a stretch for him. Do you remember when he was in House of Gucci and he was playing Mario? I haven't seen House of Gucci because oh. everyone made so much fun of it. And I like Ridley Scott. I love Ridley Scott, but it was so disappointing. And he's, he's in the, all the way through going, It's a me, the Jared Leto. It's a me. What's a down in this bigger pipe? <laughs> Lots he, of coins. Anyway, talking of getting pipe... Uh, we're here to talk about Hook. <laughs> I'm not quite sure I understand that no, segue, but I'm going to let it go. Mm. Um, so we were going to we were going to do another film, and then when we both thought about Hook. We thought, well, that's something to talk about because it's another one of Spielberg's few. Although they're getting many as the years go by. Sort of. I was just thinking this. Mm, yeah. Sort of flop. There's there's more turkeys than we think in his filmography. Mm. Yeah. And I did not expect to dislike this as much as I, I did. I literally just watched it. Now, I got up sort of early to watch this. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is thank midday you. right now. Yeah. Uh, no, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> and I and I hadn't seen this. It's one of those things because you th- it, I thought I'd seen it more recently than I had. Mm. But that's because you see bits when it comes on ITV3 every couple of weeks. Yes. Uh, but I hadn't put, sat down to watch it in well over 25 years. And it is, uh, and we have different opinions on this, mm-hmm. dog shit. It is dog shit, yeah. But... It's still, we're at the arse end of Spielberg's sort of decade of magic, where everything he touched felt magical. And I think there's a little bleed of it in this, because there are certain moments in this that are so... We'll get there, but I think they're so... They've still got that little sprinkle of dust. That some he knows how to frame a shot. Yeah, I do have an opinion but about he, that. Yeah. But his under... Yeah, it's still... This doesn't feel like a movie. It feels like someone chucked... The people who made like the, the CITV's nightmare another fifty quid and said just build a bigger set or whatever. Uh, it it doesn't feel like an eighty million dollar film directed by Spielberg. It feels like with different cameras. If it had like true motion on it, it would look like a CITV game show that had a pirate theme. Mm, yeah, you're right. It, watch it, and it's and it, oh, but it's not. Yeah, mm. it, it's it just straight away. I, I think the I, I don't. Th- it tries to have its cake and eat it, going, oh, it's magic, but it's also in the real world. Well, which is it? Because you can't have this completely nonsensical world that Jay and Barry created and stick in, and now I'm going to do five minutes on Gandhi. Mm. Mm. You just can't have... It just doesn't feel... I don't know. I'm just whinging about it, but that's... Uh, well, it's a podcast, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. We do start with a school play. We, we're kind of subverting things here because, oh, it's children doing Peter Pan, Pan out. Oh, it's a play. And they're all watching it, and Peter Banning, his name is, Robin Williams. Yeah. What do you think about Robin Williams in this? No. No. No, it's... and I like Robin Williams a yeah, lot, but yeah. he's winsome. Mm. He's, and it's not entirely his fault, because there's no logic to the character. It's like, okay, first of all, he's a hard-bitten lawyer. Fine. Oh. Right? And then he becomes Peter Pan, then he remembers he's Peter Pan, and then he forgets he's Peter Banning. So he has to give up four different performances. Mm. 
with sort of different levels of banning and different levels of pan. And it's just confusing. It doesn't make sense. But also, it's... Uh, Robin Williams was obviously immensely talented. Yes. But without the right... Without and without a director doing the, their utmost to rein him in, he could be too much, mm-hmm. let's say. Yeah. And I, it's weird that Spielberg, who's often very good with actors... Um, kind of didn't do an amazing job of reining him in. From what I read um, of things like Awakenings mm. was was much better. I, I think Barry Levinson used to do a really good job with him. Yeah. Uh but well not counting toys. No. But even actually toys is a slightly more logical performance than this is. Yeah. But from, um, from what I've read Spielberg saying though is that his heart was not in this at all. Um he only really enjoyed directing the bits that weren't in Neverland, and when they got to that set, he was just like, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with this. And he had really? a bit of a crisis, yeah. And he, he says that he hasn't watched it since. He, I, I, I was glanced at the IMDb trivia. Apparently the first time he watched it was after Robin Williams died, he put it on. Oh, really? Oh, God. And he said he's glad he made it because he became friends with Robin Williams, but that's it. Yeah. And you can tell he's just half ass in it. If, if, if from a, from any other director, it'll be a full ass, but Spielberg, it's a half ass. Yeah, and he had to go so far the other because I is his next from Schindler's List. Yes. Yeah, he's and like I'm not doing Park. this shit again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, pretty much at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of moved into his next form in the nineties, yeah. and then whatever the fuck he's doing now, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, yeah. So it goes. Because I only saw the Fabled Ones recently, and before I saw that, I would have gone, he's only ever had really one dud, and that was The Terminal, which is a film I genuinely loathe. Well, three, uh, if you then, count Hook and 1941. And now I'm cu- counting Hook. I'm not mm. counting 1941, because <laughs> I, it's a fucking mess, mm. but I love it. Yeah. I, 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 he was completely not in control, but I love the fact that movie exists. I do yeah. not love the fact that Hook exists. Yeah. And there's a few others I don't really like. Like I go, oh Lincoln, yeah, I appreciate Lincoln. Did you enjoy it? Not one bit, sir. No. I'd, and then and, and uh, Amistad, I feel like I should. Oh, it feels like I'm against. Feels like I'm pro slavery. Saying does, this. I'm it? not. Yeah, I just yeah. don't enjoy the films. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, Daniel. Yeah, everyone. I I don't enjoy. Get over it. You know. <laughs> I know. Um, I, I I don't enjoy the films. I didn't enjoy Empire of the Sun. Oh, I like Empire I, which, of the Sun. Despite. I thought I would. I watched it again recently, and I was like, oh, I don't. I don't care how much Welsh singing there is in it, which is one song. Um, <laughs> Siao Gyan. I think... I've... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Close enough. Uh, Siao Gyan, yeah. If I, I watched that, and I was, like, hitting the film so much, I was like, he's only put this in the panda to me. That's yeah, how that's fucking it. delusional I am. That's how far he thinks ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his last few... I, I, I mean, I mean, Spielberg's my favourite all-time director, and I love him dearly, but... Even I couldn't be asked to watch the Fablemans. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty. I was pretty pissed off by it, mm. and I bought it. I thought I'm going to watch this a bunch. I thought, mm. and I, no, I'm never going to see it again. It's so, it's so self indulgent. Yeah, and I, I guess he's got to the point where he, you know, he's earned the right, I suppose. But we haven't got to watch a bleeding thing. Oh, it's like Ready Player One. Oh, anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, we could. Comp- oh, I forgot okay. about that. God, he's yeah. got tons of shit out films, isn't he? Shit, yeah. And they all look like shit. Schindler's List well. is not even that good either, frankly. No, no that's okay. true. I, I love it. I, that's, that's a pretty good one. It doesn't even mention any of his lifts. No, exactly. Yeah. And why did he cut out the pie fight scene? That would have been hilarious. Oh, anyway. Brilliant. Food fight at the end. 
Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Let's settle it the old-fashioned way. That big fat kid from Hook runs in. Food fight! Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so Peter Banning, he's watching his kids' school, his, son, his daughter's school play, and his mobile phone mm, f- rings, and he's got a meeting he's got to go to in the morning, and he's saying, look, I've got to go to London in the morning. And then his son goes, oh, and it's my Little League final game. And he's like, well, I'll be there. Yeah. Who the fuck? He goes, it's the last game of the season. Well, no, we've established it's December because it's Christmas, so you've still got nine months left. Right? He's got plenty of time to come see a game. Also, kids and wife. You know, I do feel sorry for Robert Williams' character. It's like, guys, I, I mean, do you like having a roof over your head? Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I am at work. It is a ch- if, if you want me to come to a game, don't have it in the morning on a Tuesday, you little cunt. <laughs> <laughs> We introduce a catchphrase here, which we use a lot in the first quarter, the first bit of the film, first act, and then it never pays right. off. Where he keeps saying, "My word is my bond." He says it three times, <laughs> and you think, "Oh, well, that's going to pay off at the end." It doesn't. Oh yeah, I didn't even notice him saying that. Yeah, he says it three times, quite pointedly, as if they're trying to sort of bookmark it to go, "Ah, that's going to come back later." It doesn't. But is it that at the end? But he said, "I'll save you. I'll always save you." And my word is my bond. And then at the end, he does. Maybe. I mean, it would be funny if at the end he doesn't save the kids. They both get stabbed to death. And he goes, well, I guess my word wasn't my bond credits. He should search out to the camera and go, buy Roger Moore's book, My Word is My Bond. <laughs> this has been the longest, weirdest trailer for Roger Moore's autobiography you could ever wish to that see. he hasn't written yet. That he hasn't written, but he's working on it. He's got a deal. Anyway, I've been mm. Robbie Williams. Goodbye. <laughs> As if he'd sign off that quickly. <laughs> we had to cut it down literally syllable by syllable to get him to say that. Uh, so he talked for seven days. Good God! Uh, so the next day in the office, <clears throat> he's gone in, and him and his mate, and you get the impression because you know Spielberg likes to introduce these visual jokes that he finds funny, like the coat hanging, Rosa Lost Ark, etc. You get the impression yeah, yeah, of this. Yeah. He thought to himself one day, "What if two men had a mobile phone and it was like a western?" Yeah, I, uh, this is around the point in my notes I've written. Every scene is three times as long as it should be. Yeah, it's a really long film for what it is, yeah. Oh, it's it's easily 40 minutes over time, and yeah. a lot of that time is... It's 40 minutes before he gets to, to Neverland. Like, why Why do you think we're watching this? Do you think we're watching this as a fucking... Yeah, I was 11 going, I hope this is a serious indictment of corporate America. <laughs> no, I want to see some prick flying. <laughs> Quick! <laughs> um... Uh, yeah, but we also hear because again we're, we're we're putting it on strong here because he says, "I hate flying. I can't fly. I hate flying." All right, oh, man, you won't put on strong. You should, do you notice the airline he flies on? No. Pan Am. I mean, we oh, get it, guys. We get it. Oh, and also, interesting fact: this is an interesting fact. They went bust a week before this came out. <laughs> amazing, amazing. <clears throat> so, he says to someone at work while he's bantering with his work people. Go ahead to my son's game with a video camera and film what I've missed. So yeah, the guy what a does nice that. thing to do. Do you have any? How much do you think a camera is in nineteen ninety one? And he's yeah. like, oh, I can't believe you set a camera. That's more expensive than me, you bell end. Yeah, right. I want to watch it forever. Plus, he's doing a walk and talk through the office, and his secretary is reading a speech that's been written for him. How's that her job? This is not, he's going to uh, London to open. Uh, this adoption clinic or whatever mm-hmm. it is, mm-hmm. it's not her job to be writing that speech. So, anyway, that's just a complaint. But he obviously well, they're pretty good jokes, actually. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's good. It's good. This bit, you can tell he's asked about this bit. Yeah. So he, t- he eventually turns up at the little league game because the guy from the office turns up next to his wife and says, "Which one's your son?" and starts filming him. And I, t- I turn to him and go, "Sorry, are you connected with my husband's work, or are you just like a really dedicated paedophile?" Yeah, yeah. Like you've really zoned in on which one's my son. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get every game I come to. I focus on a different little boy. Yeah, but luckily he does. He is from his work. Um, so when Peter does turn up at the little league game, it's completely empty. So he must he must be about two hours late. So I don't know why he's bothered turning up. Uh, well, but there's no set length for a baseball game, so it could have just ended quickly. Yeah, we yeah. don't know. It but, could have been an hour off. He's like, oh, it might just. He should have noticed when he gets there, there's zero parking. Zero parking. And also, the guy he said from the office surely could have rung his mobile phone and said, it's all finished, I got all the video. And also the music <laughs> in this souls, bit. as we watch it, yeah. This music, yeah, go on. It sounds like a sort of corporate training video. Yeah, I've written... It's an, I, I, this is the point I googled, did John Williams not do the score for this? Because it's shite. Awful, this bit, yeah. The bit set in actual modern America, it just sounds like they bought her off a library. Later yeah. on, you get much more of the John Williams stuff. Oh. But here, it was like, was he not available? I think he was having his penis enlarged during this sequence. Well, it sounds like he already had and he was trying to play the piano with it. Because <laughs> it does say in the IMDb trivia, or it will do when I put it in later, that John Williams was un- unavailable <laughs> for three weeks during this production because he was having his penis enlarged. <laughs> Might as well put it there. Yeah, I think there's a lot of facts in the IMDb trivia for this one that are like, I don't think that's true. Go on, what was it? Well, the, the one I was saw this morning was they wanted Clive Dunder play Tootles because Robbie Williams is a man, massive Dad's Army fan. And what's the and I googled Clive? No, nothing. I did different combinations of Google search. Robbie Williams Dad's Army fan? Question mark. Nothing. nothing. Clive Dunn, Robbie Williams. Nothing. Hook Clive Dunn. Fuck all. The only thing that comes up is that one piece of trivia leaning back to itself like a fucking snake eating itself. I don't think Robbie Williams gives two shits about Clive Dunn. Or Dad's Army, for that matter. Or Dad's Army. But the, the John Williams penis thing is true. That is true, though, and you should write that down. And it. if you put it in the description for this episode, hmm. uh, you can use that as a source. Exactly. For- there you go. For that, so there will be two items on the internet saying John Williams couldn't write the, f- the start of Hook because his cock was too small. <laughs> and I'll put it as composer's trademark it, as well. Composer's trademark, small penis becoming larger later. <laughs> That's like a weather report, isn't it? That's like the shipping <laughs> forecast. John Williams' penis small becoming enlarged later. Well, it does later. It does, I mean, you know, sort of metaphorically because the score, when it does kick in later, oh, it's a beauty. Yeah, I know, oh. but the sailors don't need to know that. No, the sailors don't need to know that. No. Um, so they they go on the plane to London. Now, again, Peter's scared of flying. <sighs> and his son is really pissed off at him for the baseball game. Um, non-turn-up missing of. Um, so his daughter's drawn a picture. Or is it the son? Has drawn a picture of them on the plane. <laughs> no, no, yeah. The son's drawn a picture and the daughter shows it to him. And it's a plane that's clearly on fire. Yeah. And Robert Williams goes, what's that? There's a plane on fire. What is wrong with you? How have you got a job if you can't tell that? Yeah, and then it turns out that he's the only person in the picture without a parachute. Yeah, because so his son is angry at him. So he's, he's talking to his son, and his son's being an idiot, playing with stuff. And then he says to him, why don't you stop being a child and grow up? Ugh. 
Adam Saltwood is side you. You know everything that is happening to you right now. From you, th- that ball, that you've got a costume for your little baseball game. That's because I got a job, son. We, I, I'm sorry I was off trying to do that. But again, Tuesday morning, baseball, bollocks. Mm, yeah, he's right. And it just, I just, also most kids don't give a fuck. Oh, but your son I just, says I am I, a child. Yeah, you, yeah. You're yeah. a child who's living in, frankly, unbelievable wealth. I imagine, I, we never really see what their house looks like, but I imagine they've got a swimming pool full of cook. He should have, like, <laughs> he should have embezzled all the Lost Boys money and they should have been annoyed at him. That should have been a plot here. <laughs> that's the rewrite. That's yeah. a hook two. He's back to Neverland. And they're like, what the fuck happened to our unit trusts? <laughs> Guys, the money was just resting in my account. The money was, well, we didn't even know what a fixed term ISO was till you turned up, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so they arrive at Moira's Grand. Now, this is a weird plot, isn't it? Because what's happening here is that Peter Pan and Wendy loved each other because they were children. So he yeah. goes away and leaves Wendy and he keeps coming back until one day Wendy's a really old woman. And then he's like, and he just, uh, uh, yeah, can I have sl- your granddaughter your granddaughter instead? granddaughter yeah. Instead. yeah. <laughs> That's just a bit weird. That's literally the plot of uh, the busted song Year 3000, actually. It is, yeah. Your great granddaughter's pretty fine. So you can fuck off, you haggard old cow. Yeah, is the chorus. That song buries the lead, doesn't it? Because he says, I've been to yeah. the Year 3000, not much has changed, but we live underwater. Hang on a minute. Oh, so that's changed, isn't it? Yeah, back up a bit. That's a pretty major one. <laughs> that's huge. So. Wendy Darling, Maggie Smith. And we meet Tootles, who I pretty much despise? Question mark. (laughs) Do you know who they should have had? Clive Dunn. Clive Dunn would have been brilliant. You could do do panic, Wendy Darling, rust me marbles. Also, apparently in the original books, Tootles comes back to London with him and he marries Wendy. Oh. Which would... Rather different spin on. I can't find my marbles. Where'd you see them last? They were in your grand's mouth. <laughs> I stuck them up your grand's minge. <laughs> what? Because I'm talking about my bollocks. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Can you leave? <laughs> Him just fucking going around You're on the hands really and knees, ruined. wearing bondage gear. Yeah, exactly. I haven't been here in ten years, and I really don't want to think about my nan lapping your balls and arsehole. I didn't say anything about my arsehole. I know, but it's in my head now. <laughs> You're the one in bondage gear. Why are you crawling around the floor? I'm looking for me love eggs. Jesus, are those marbles? No, I don't fucking vibrate. You shove up your arsehole. <laughs> Toodles, mate. Is the, if I give you £10, will you just go to the cinema for the evening? <laughs> yeah, there's a good exotic one down the road. No, no, just, just go and see Dances with Wolves, right? Just chill out. Don't shove anything up you, right? Just leave. Because weren't there two other kids in Peter Pan as well? There was Wendy, Tootles, and like Jack or something. Isn't there? Oh, there's, there's about five Jack. Uh, well, Jack is in this. There was there oh. only five Lost Boys. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So where are the rest of the darlings? There wasn't just Wendy and Tootles. There was a couple more, I think. And a dog. Oh, the dog's in it. Can't be the same dog. Though. Yeah, yeah. Different dog. No, probably not. Although, you know. You know, you know, it seems to know what's going on, which is always quite disturbing with dogs in films. Why? 
because especially in this case, the dogs must be like the dogs' great great grandson. All dogs look the same. Yeah, I know, but that doesn't mean they've got the same consciousness. Like this dog from Peter Pan's seen some shit, hasn't it? Because it went in the Netherlands, didn't it? The dog. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. Oh, I thought it did. Katie Nana didn't. No, stay there. But it's probably just been passed down in like the dog's <laughs> family's oral history. Do we think dogs have an oral history apart from? They, they do each if Tootles if Tootles has been near them, they have. <laughs> this film, by the way, it I kind of when I was a kid went, Oh look, they filmed it in London. They didn't. Mm. And now we're looking at it, it goes, they definitely filmed they, this in a warehouse in Culver. Definitely, yeah. There's, I mean, even the bit where you see Kensington Gardens at the end is clearly a set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mad. Um, so yeah, we we see Wendy and she's like, Oh, Peter, oh, oh. And then they're like, Oh, your daughter played me in a play. And Jack's... I'm, I'm sorry, Peter's like, no, don't be stupid. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a terrible father. And then um, <clears throat> Jack says that his dad's in mergers and acquisitions and he blows people out of the war and she goes, oh, you've become a pirate. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. Um, so then Peter gets a call about business and he's really, really, oh, oh, God, this is a huge deal. And I don't, I don't want to be a dick here, but it is quite an important call. Yeah, and basically everyone decides to run in and just start shouting. Yeah, yeah just everyone, just so you know, this is next year's income. Hmm. Gone for a burden because of a literally fucking owl, as it turns out. It's the first time I've ever actually listened to what he's saying in that phone call. Apparently, <laughs> uh, there's an owl in some piece of land that he wants to buy, and it's their mating area, and he goes... I think he said something like, well, can't they just fornicate off? Which, yeah. anyway. Good joke. Which, bear in mind, this is a you. Mm. Yeah. But he he then just puts the phone, puts cups the phone with his hand and says, well, everyone just shut up and leave yeah. me alone. I'm on the phone call of my life here. And then uh, then they have to go to the... It's a weird night, because he's well, got to then go to the adoption agency or something. But he also says to Moira that he should have stayed home and fixed things. And she says... You should fix your family first and throws this phone out of the window, which the dog then buries. And yeah. he says, you're losing your family. And if you're not careful, all this childhood, you'll miss it all. And he's like, it sounds, that sounds pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be a shame? Mm. Right? Because you got one whinge in little kid. The daughter's all right. She can come live with me. What? Listen, I'm leaving you, you cow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, then they go to... And a charity dinner in Wendy's honour at the Great Ormond Street Hospital. Again, on a set in Culver. Yeah. But it's very, I, I messaged you and I put it on Twitter as well, but Dean Cundy is shooting this film because it was his era of being Spielberg's DP. Oh, God, it looks so nice, this bit. Yeah, it does. It looks lovely. Oh. It, it looks a lot better than the blown-out look of Neverland, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's doing what he can. But, yeah, it, it looks it looks great. Um, it's got, I, I genuinely, I got a bit... Teary at this yeah, bit. Well, his speech about orphans. He's gives a speech about orphans. Well, he does a couple of jokes about lawyers. Yeah. And then he does a speech about orphans. And the orphans stand up and, and blow um, blow her a kiss, blow Wendy a kiss. And then she... <laughs> because the thing is, Dame Thingamajig Duda is just <laughs> one of the great actresses. So there's a close-up of her face. And she's so... Maggie Smith is so expressive, even through all the rubber that she's got on her face. Again, yeah. the not like to, that. No, yeah, not the toodles <laughs> put her in. But... Um, <laughs> But mm. she's so good that actually was like, oh my god, all right, this moment got me. Yeah, it did me as well, and it, it but it did feel inconsistent with Peter as a character because it was a really touching a speech that he would have made after he'd been through Neverland and everything. 
Yeah. It felt very out of character for this point of the film, but it was still nice. Yeah, but it's, again, as an 11-year-old, it's like, I don't want to cry about old adoptees. Mm. I want some kind to get stabbed. Yeah, yeah. I'd be great if someone just got up, but you ruined my life, you bitch. Stabbed her. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, so then they go home, um, but the, uh, before that, as they're getting up to go, the window bursts open in the Great Ormond Street Hospital. And Wendy's like, oh, I've had a bit of a fall. And we cut back to her house and the nursery door is blown open. And again, you get a lovely shot of Toodles from behind, not like that. As the doors burst open, there's this beautiful green light just comes in and you get him in silhouette with his hair blowing. It's such a Spielberg shot, you know? Yeah. Lovely. And the children have been taken. And Peter Pan rings Cook and says, (laughs) "I, I don't know who you are. But I want you to know I've got a very particular set of skills. I can I fly. A, I, I I'm told I can fly, and I but I do have a checkbook. Oh yeah, uh, but there's a note saying, "Dear Peter, your presence is required at the request of your children. Kindness, personal regards, J A S Hook, Captain." How did Hook get there? How did Hook get there? Mm. Here's that note for me, right? Mm. Because I always assumed that he was trapped there and only Peter Pan could, and Tinkerbell could flip between, are they two dimensions? Is Neverland an actual place in our world? Did if I? so, how come they're still living like it's the fucking 16th century? Yeah. If they're able to come and go, how come fucking Jack Hook, is this the first time Hook's come or is it is he go back and forth all the time? You should have a fucking Cuisinart on his boat and like a big screen TV and shit like that. Yeah. I there's there's no logic to this and it's like oh you've got a well it's peter pan don't question it well don't mix the two worlds then that's right it doesn't make any sense how he got there because he can just at the end when we get there i was going to mention it later but i'll say now he leaves well he was going to leave hook alive wasn't he yeah and you're thinking well he can just come back and get nick your kids again but this time slit the throats when they're asleep or something <laughs> right so and he kills them yeah, <coughs> although we do get at the end is smee is Apparently there, but is that Smee? No, I think they're going for a kind of Wizard of Oz thing where right. Yeah. In which case, nothing we've just seen ma- happened mm. except the kids were kidnapped, mm. and then apparently he doesn't go to Neverland, and then he wakes up and the kids are there. So I'm starting to think that maybe he kidnapped his own kids mm. and brought them back. And there's going to be hook two is him being have Phil Collins interviewing him for a long time. Yeah. That should have been the plot, actually. It should have been Peter going to sleep, and then all this happens, and then him waking up. Yeah, but that's not what happens. Doing that thing, you know, where it's like, oh, maybe it was a dream, and then, like, finding a scratch in the door or something, or a bit of hook somewhere. Yeah. Oh, Oh, maybe it was real. But look, Mm. the kids were kidnapped. The kids are going, we were on a foreign island. Mm -hmm. We Some pretty bad things happened, to be honest. That weren't in the film. That were not in the film, right? because it's a you. You'll be fingered with a hook. Um, Right? (laughs) I saw Smee coming out of the shower with no towel on. Yeah, right. Have you ever seen? You know, seen how hairy he is. Exactly. I didn't know he was naked until he got closer. I thought he was holding a pepperoni between his thighs for a start, and I thought, I thought he was wearing a onesie made of just my hair. (laughs) Um. So yeah, as you say, Phil Collins turns up as a policeman. (coughs) 
<laughs> I will say this: there is a uh, Spielberg said oh, the, we went over budget because I didn't work as quickly as I usually do, mm. and apparently Phil Collins one scene took two days to film. It was like, yeah, Spielberg was not on his game that day because he oh. just yeah because he hasn't got much to do. He hasn't, and this film, I think, this film just screams of like cocaine. Because magic dust, yeah, yeah, the size of the sets. Yeah. The, how bloated the script is. Carrie Fisher was a script doctor on it, and at the time she was not having a good time. Or she was having too good a time. Too good a time, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's just, it feels like all the worst excesses. He says he said in an interview that if he did it now, he'd get it done in half the time and it would be so much easier because it would be CG, of course, and he wouldn't have to have all those sets built. But I still think it would be bad if it was probably worse. It was made now, actually. Yeah, I, I don't think. That. Well, there's been a bunch of Peter Pan films the last 10, oh. 15 years, and nobody wants them. Peter nobody Pan and King shit. Arthur films. Stop making them. No one yeah. cares. And Robin Hood. And right. Robin Hood. Yeah. Just, oh, have you heard of this thing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's all we can say to recommend it. But we made a film again. But this time it's Peter Pan. Sorry, this time Peter Pan sings Nirvana songs, or Captain Hook does. And Robin Hood is now like an extreme sports guy. Well, they do that in this, don't they? They go, yeah. what if, what if the the fucking uh, Neverland boys were on skateboards? Yeah, what mm. if they were? Yeah, would they make? But they be interesting and fun to look at. Well, don't no, do it then. No, they'd just be like, hey, they're cool and groovy in that. Well, don't use the words cool and groovy then. It's nineteen ninety one, not nineteen sixty five. Ah, don't have a cow, man. You've got to stop doing this. So Wendy comes out. Everyone's frantic because their children have been stolen. And Wendy pops out of the woodwork to go, oh, Peter, all that Peter Pan story I read to the kids. It was true. It really happened. And you're Peter Pan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Moira, your grandmother is fucking insane. Yeah. Um, can you just check how much of this cough medicine she's had? <laughs> it's just that it was full this morning and it's now completely empty. Also, uh, she seems to be taking it by needle. Don't know why that's happening. There is a spoon. I saw Toodles injecting this cough medicine into his cock earlier, and I think this is not cough medicine. But Maury's like, oh, she's just Granny Wendy. So then he's in the nursery sort of looking around for clues. Oh, the nursery's fucking amazing. You know, how much fucking... So there's a there's a ship that is a replica of Hook's ship. Yeah. There is a picture of Captain Hook looking like Bruce Forsyth on the wall. Mm-hmm. Right, the, there's a hook that is the thing that closes the windows. Yeah. There's a lot of. Bear in mind, Wendy and her brothers were kidnapped by this man some ninety years earlier. They go, yeah. oh, let's put a mural of that cant on the wall, shall yeah. we? I wouldn't do that. No, that's like Frank Sinatra's fucking son having pictures of the bloke who kidnapped him on the wall. He wants so bad, and he'd have he little, was. He'd have the little finger to close the window. He'd have a little. Fi- How about not a hook? How about the opposite of a hook? Yeah, How about didn't, a, didn't they cut his finger off? K- who's for, Jack, uh, Frank, Frank Sinatra, Sinatra Jr.'s? Yeah, I think so. Um, I, they did something. Yeah. They, they like just, cut yeah. someone else's finger off and put it up his ass. Yeah, and then put it out again and mailed it. And Frank Sinatra <laughs> Sr. was like, oh, this isn't my boy. But it, it does smell like his ass, though. <laughs> so I guess the story checks out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so while he's in the nursery, 
how does this happen every time? <laughs> how have we said it? Well, how can I be talking about facts without your son's arsehole smell? <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> 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 so <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So in the nursery... <laughs> Peter sees... Oh, also, I meant to mention earlier that the Jack is near the doors and he's like, get away from the doors, you could fall, you idiot. Just for later on. Oh, yeah, that does pay off, but not in a way that's helpful in any way. No, no. But Tinkerbell arrives. Now, from reading between the lines, I think Steven Spielberg fucking hates Julia Roberts, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah reading yeah. between the lines. Um, that he didn't. He's never worked with her again. Uh, I think she said that maybe they had a lot of rows. I'm not sure. But. Well, um, the so first of all, she didn't like the job because she kind of didn't realize that she was. It was kind of just going to be her. Yeah, it must be really for, for weeks annoying. on end. Yeah, yeah. But also during the production of this, uh, and this is from the same source as Clive Dunn was going to be right. in it, right? <laughs> that she had so her and Kiefer Sutherland's ma- uh, uh, engagement had broken down. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, pretty much at the altar. So she just got a plane to Europe while she was in production on this, oh. and Spielberg was. Furious. Mm. So, I, yeah, he's never worked with her again. He threatened to fire her, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, and I think he likes her. It's a very thankless role, though, really. It really is, considering yeah. she was a mega star. Huge, yeah. Although this is the year after Pretty Woman's, and maybe she signed up to this before she'd yeah. been before Pretty Woman had made her the star she was. I don't know. It's, it's a thankless role because nobody likes Tinkerbell. Like, In anything. Really boring part, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> but she comes to see him and says, "I'm taking you to Neverland now," and and they have a bit of. But this scene goes on for twenty oh, minutes. It feels ages. like it just yeah, yeah. go in the fucking just get going. He gets sort of sort of knocked unconscious, sort of, and she takes him in a blanket to Neverland. But as she leaves, she drops sparkle fairy dust, and keen observers will spot two people on the bridge. Who yeah, float yeah, yeah. off? It's Carrie Fisher and George Lucas. And George Lucas. Yeah, yeah. I only found that out today. Yeah. Um, Apparently, they were <coughs> just on set having sex when this happened. Yeah, they're like, and they just like well, turn the camera over there. I've, I've got an idea. And Toad was like, "Yeah, I got a fucking idea." No, no, shh, shh. And what they did is when they went looking, they put a little hook, they put a little line on each one of them, and then they started floating, and they didn't know it was happening because they were no. deep love making. The thing, I mean, it, I mean, it would be. It feels like a cute little moment in the film. Mm. Oh, God. Imagine you finish snogging and you're seven feet in the air. Yeah. You're like, I don't think we should see each other again. No. I, I mean, I've heard of I've heard of things happening downstairs, but not floating. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a good thing we were just kissing. Yeah. Imagine if I'd have had my hands now. Yeah. If I'd be fingering you, I'd have shot you like a T-shirt cannon. 
That should be a running joke in this, though. You've established that these people take off. They should be in it again later. They should be like um, Michael Palin in Time Bandits, just wherever they go in London. No, they should be in the upper atmosphere, dead. Yes, they should be dead. From just sort of floating there from hypothermia. Yeah. Like that little boy in the balloon. It wasn't in the balloon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Day four of looking for Michael and Priscilla Jones, who were on London Bridge today and floated yeah. off. And they're just like, yeah, just dead from fingering. <laughs> or in the film Up, when he arrives and he's like, thank God I arrived at this wonderful island. Like two naked people, one with his hand. Well, they're not naked. Pants. They weren't on London Bridge stripped naked. Yeah, but often often when you, you're, you're, you're made to fly off stuff, sometimes like or an explosion, sometimes clothes fall off. <coughs> Have you ever kissed a girl all your clothes have fallen off? No, I don't mean when you kiss her. I mean, like, if you're an explosion... Have you ever kissed but someone during an explosion? Expl- no, but they haven't been in an explosion. Well, they, just... they floated, though. Yeah, but then... <laughs> it's, it's like a fucking gas work, gasworks exploded near them. They were just having a bit of a kiss. Some fairy fucker dropped crap on them, and now they're floating up. <laughs> like, they... oh, where's my trousers gone? They were heard to mutter. <laughs> Put the little man up. He's, he's talking to that jabber bird, whatever it's called. And then George Lucas and Carrie Fisher just like their corpses just land near him. Um, he's like he's he's still getting his fingers and tops. He's dead. It's disgusting. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. And the worst part about these barely preserved carcasses was he was fingering it, and the hand was still moving. Couldn't get a pulse. It was, was like still weird. Moving. It was the rest of him was dead, but he was still doing a job. And that little boy scout who came <laughs> along in up, he was just, just couldn't sleep for months. And then, weirdly, John Lithgow from the end of Santa Claus the movie dropped mm. down dead. On top of them. D- yeah, and joined in. That was a weird thing. Still dead. I watched a three-way dead foursome. <laughs> What's a foursome? One of the one of the dogs looking for squirrel. <laughs> if we're still doing this up. Yeah, I'm still doing it up. Yeah. I forget. <laughs> that was a lot of sources for that sketch then. <laughs> we don't want to give Disney ideas because that might be the sequel to up. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to try and arrange that meeting. Right. So I just walked past Zack Snyder on the way in. I don't know if you've given him the Star Wars job. Good luck to him. Here's my idea for up two, right? You know you know the two characters from Hook who finger each other and fly? Hang on a bit. They figure each other now? Yeah, they figure each other. Okay, all right. He, uh, him up the front and she's giving him like a prostate uh, test right? <laughs> which character is these? George Lucas and Carrie Fisher right what are you from the film Hulk, just let's keep listening you Disney cat right? <laughs> so they're fingering right and they fly up right and then you've got John Lithgow from Santa Claus the movie one who's who eats a biscuit and flies right <laughs> and then he dies anyway both land in the desert from up one right and they f- they fuck, <laughs> right? So these they're all dead, but they fuck, right? In front of the boy, in front of the little boy, and the old man, the old man and the little boy are watching these three dead people fuck, right? Anyway, that's what I got so far. Can I have a check? <laughs> How did you even get a meeting? Oh, I, <laughs> I, I just drove through a wall. <laughs> I, I have maybe thirty seconds before I'm tasered. So, so have we got a deal? 
Because if not, I'm taking this to fucking Tristar. Tell you who else would be good in that foursome. The uh, Dick Jones from the end of Robocox. He's got those big long arms. Yeah. <laughs> Should be re- good in big old reach arounds. <laughs> and then the old man, the old man from up says, "I'm very disappointed." He says, <laughs> "They wink to the camera, wink to the camera, and then and they wanks at the camera." <laughs> yeah, wanks at the camera. But the little boy is just completely disgusted by all the this. little boy has left by this mm, point. Mm. He's, he's like he's crying I, in the hedge. He's cr- yeah. Anyway, so that happens. <laughs> Tootles sees it out of the window and goes, Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, So this is Christmas. Oh, the dog looks at him and goes, Shut up, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you knew what was going on. He says. Um, I've written here, my note says, This film is utter shit, but it has pure Spielberg magic. There you go. Wait, what were you referring to then? Well, it was mainly, i got to be honest, it was the bit where they're flying to Neverland and John Williams' music cuts in. Yeah, yeah. It's pure, yeah, this film's shite, but it's got John Williams, who's finally forgot. He's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go back to playing with my hands instead of my big cock. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> so, yeah, and it's much better then. Yeah, yeah. We had some notes from the studio. He goes, could he play with not his cock? Spielberg comes in and goes, something different about you, John. John's like, oh, yeah? Yeah? Yeah, you, yeah. Look, you look, you know... Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, thanks. I just couldn't help noticing at the urinal, your cock's fucking like 10 foot long now. It's a bit weird. Yeah. I, 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 I wasn't even in the urinal. I was in the <laughs> office down the corridor at the time. You were like literally halfway down the hall holding it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you should probably get it reduced a bit. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, because this I can play all 88 notes at the same time if I stand at one end of the piano now. I mean, you can play all the notes, but not necessarily in the right order, John. No, I can, all, I, I can if I just flop it, I'm going to play them all at the same time. <laughs> yeah, but is that how it works now? Well, I don't know if anyone wants me to, but I can. Yeah, okay, I don't think anyone wants you to. I can't really play chords. Right. Just as quite can... important for your job? All right, I'll go back and use my hand then. Please. But I tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll play, I can play the keys, but honestly, it's going to... You know, the, the, the foot pedals, I can't keep it off them. Yeah, well, you have to kind of try and kick it off every now and then with your foot. I look a bit like... My, like, if I'm curling it around me and I look a little bit like Jabba the Axe Assistant. Yes, you do. Yeah. Or the little guy, um, the little guy who... You know, the little blue guy who plays the piano in... Jabba's yeah, yeah, yeah. I look, I look Cy like Cy Snootles. Is he called that, or is that the the, the... Cy Snootles is the uh, woman who dances and then gets dropped in the pit? I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Basically, the long story short, I'm John Williams. I got a massive cock. Yeah, good for you, uh, we're, but John. We're bad all, for yeah. We're all happy about that. No, no one's more proud and happy for you than us. But I just think for this film, maybe don't use it. I'm not going to anymore. All right. No, no I because I, I've listened back and it's terrible. Yeah. So now they're going to Neverland. I'm very much going back to the old hands. Good. Good, good. Yeah. That's, that's good to hear. Um, by the way, George and Carrie, we haven't seen them for ages. Do you know, do you know what they are? Uh, I, I crushed them with my cock. Oh, okay, good. It wasn't intentional. Fair enough. We'll just say the Japanese did it. Um, <laughs> so he arrives, he's dropped off by um, Tinkerbell in the pirate bit of the set where there's lots of pirates walking about. And uh, the set is amazing. Well, I mean, it looks like a set, but yeah. it's, a, it's a big old set. It looks like Shane Ritchie's about to make some kids do challenges. Yeah. But we also get three very familiar faces among the pirates. Now, I recognise Glenn Close. Yep. 
Which gets I, put in a, a case and the, the boo box or whatever. Yeah. And then you sent me one last night. David Crosby. From Crosby, Stills and Nash. Yes. Right. The and other, who's the other one? Then? The other one's Apollo's trainer from Rocky. I was never going to get that. Throw in the towel. Throw in the towel. He doesn't say that in this. That'd be weird. Apparently Jimmy Buffett's in there as well, but I, I didn't spot him because I don't know All what right. he looks like. No. Okay. <clears throat> there you go. So David Crosby, he was in it quite a few times and he used to have a couple of lines. I mean, not like that, but probably did. Probably. Later on, he gets hit in the balls and I sent you the picture. He looks exactly like Noel Fielding. He does. <laughs> it's a bit weird. Um, anyway, so he's, so Tinkerbell says to Robin, uh, to Robin, to Peter, um, you have to disguise yourself as a pirate and go mingle with all the pirates to, to fit in. So he does. And then uh, Hook emerges... They've sharpened his hook, they pass it up. Bob Hoskins is Smee. Bob Hoskins is really good as Smee because he does Great. a bunch of like jokes. Mm. Like he goes, let's give him a big end because he hasn't got his own. It's because mm. you can tell he's the only one who's come from a pantomime heritage. Yes. And he's the one who kind of finds the tone of fun that this film might might have benefited from. Yes. Him and um, Dustin Hoffman. Anyway, Dustin Hoffman's a bit of fun in it. Yes. They're um, having I, a lot. They're doing their own film. It's really fun. They do their own film, and they had agreed between them that they were going to play it as a gay couple, which I, oh, I like. Well, I, go, oh, I can see that. Yeah. Mm, mm. The bit later on, actually, I'll wait till we get there because it's worth talking about. It's fun. So he's 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 like, aha, we're going to have a war, and I've got these kids, Peter Pan's kids. So uh, Peter comes out of the crowd and says, "It's me. I'm Peter. I'm their father." And Hook's like, "No, you're not. You're 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 Mork and Mindy." I do like this scene. Wait a minute, yeah. you are who? <laughs> Wait a yeah. Peter, you are the... Yeah, it's quite a nice scene. That's great. Dustin Hoffman, as we say, is having a wonderful time. Yeah. And he's not really in things anymore. Did he get cancelled? I, just by old age, I think. I know, yeah. I, I think there was, he had made some bawdy comments on set. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know about it, but he used to be in quite a lot of things, and now he isn't anymore. He's, he's fucking old. Robert Redford's just as old, he's probably older, but he's still in stuff. Occasionally, not much. I don't know. He was, I think it was a mistake that he was in three three ninjas go to the high mountain. I don't even know if that's true. It's not true. No. Okay, good. I was just trying to think of a, a young person's film he was in. What was the last thing I think about? The old man and the gun, or something. Old man and his. Well, he was in this all at sea. Then he was in some. He's not in much. He was in a Marvel film. He was in uh, uh, American Captain America Two. Captain Winter American, Soldier. Captain American Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, yeah. Yeah. Good for him. He's not in this, though, so we should stop talking about him. Yeah, well, he might be, since every other cunt yeah, is in the might. crowd. Yeah, yeah. I wonder why Glenn Close is in this. Oh, do, do you know what? All I think she's stories... a fan of Clive Dunn. That's why she's... Yeah, she's like, I heard Clive Dunn <laughs> was in this. <coughs> I try to wander onto every set that Clive Dunn might be on. I was what? thinking... In LA, yeah. I was on Basic Instinct last week. Turns out he's in none. He's in none of them. I was thinking to myself, I had it in the back of my mind when I was watching this yesterday. Of course, Crystal Walken's in this, isn't he? That's a good connection we can talk about. And then I got halfway through and I was like, no, he isn't. He was on the TV, though. They did like a TV musical, <laughs> yeah, we didn't did, they? Yeah. Have you seen any of that? I've seen clips of it, yeah. Oh, poor, poor Crystal Walken. <laughs> he doesn't seem to know what's going on. No. But I think that's his thing, though, isn't it? No, there's, there's putting it on, and there's like, this man has had a blow to the head before. I, I, he looks genuinely afraid. Yeah, he does. It's probably just because it's live. Yeah, but he's done a theatre. Yeah, it's true. But not theatre's not on telly, though, is it? Uh, no. No. But it's still, you know, an audience. I'm surprised that it, 
he was as baffled, and he does, like you say, look baffled. He does, but his his thing, you know, his it's kind of his thing to not know what was going on. You know, in the morning after Natalie Wood went missing, he didn't know what went on there. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> is this on TV? I don't know what's going on. No, this is you being questioned. Oh, I've seen that with Jeremy Beadle. <laughs> um, no, what a prank that was! Imagine <laughs> turning up as a traffic warden and Natalie scuba, Wood's missing. Jamaican scuba diver came out at the end. Ah. <laughs> uh, um, Jesus Christ! Is this your wife? Oh fuck no! Oh, sorry, I rescued the wrong one. Um, so he's surprised to see how the Peter's all old now and middle-aged, and he says to him, "What about uh, what about some sort of fight or something?" And Peter goes, "Ah, now you're talking." And he whips out a checkbook. Yeah, it's got a funny little gag here yeah. where he shoots through a checkbook and the pirate drops down dead. That is a funny joke. Yeah, but again, it feels like a world away from what was going on in the film ten minutes ago. Yeah. He's now gone full cartoon. Um, so he says, right, well, we're going to kill the kids and Peter because he's shit. He can't, he can't fly. Because he tries to climb up a, up the boat. They say, oh, yeah, they put the kids in a net and say, yeah. listen, if you can climb up there, because he says, I can't, I'm afraid to fly. So they make him climb up. And then he, he gets so close to him and then quite can't, can't quite manage to make contact with him. It's like, so I've lost sympathy for him. Like, you are genuinely useless. I don't give yeah. a fuck if you fall. They're yeah. better off for the pirate. And they all laugh because he says he's scared of heights. Yeah. So then he goes, well, let's just kill them all. And then t- and he says, the war's cancelled. And then Tinkerbell turns up and says, look, give me a week and I'll train him. And he's like, love, you're, you're like 10, you're like an inch long. What are you going to do? Yeah, you're like the opposite of John Williams' cock, you are. Couldn't we get Paulie's, sorry, the guy from Apollo's trainer from Rocky to go and train him? Yeah, that'll make more sense. Yeah. No, no, let's go and get him trained up by a bunch of kids who ate him. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, we'll get there. So, in the end, she negotiates him down to three days. He's got three days to get ready, and then he'll come back. So, then Peter falls in the water, and he gets sexually assaulted by lots of mermaids. I think, yeah. he's, a, I think he's a bit into that as well. Uh, yeah, what the hell what is, is this? this? Like, it's, this is still a kid's movie. So he falls in the water, four mermaids come, They all three of them get off for him and then slide him into their clam. Yeah. Yeah. And then pull him off. They pull, <laughs> pull him, him off. off. <laughs> pull him off. <laughs> pull him off up a cliff, right? This is a weird, this is a, one so of the worst um, uh, segues between sequences that Spielberg mm. ever did because it's very confusing. Very. So he falls in the water, mm. three mermaids suck him off, yep. then, then then they push him into a clam, not one of theirs, mm-hmm. big one, big hard clam, mm-hmm. and then the next, and then it literally cuts to him being Pulled oh. up, uh, up, yeah, uh, under the uh, the precipice, wherever because the, they live up on mountain. I think. The, yeah, the basically the geography is that the hooks ships here, and then you got about half a mile down the coast. Yeah, it's like a big cliff with a lot. But of it happens so quickly in the film that when he gets there, yeah, Tinkerbell's apparently had a full night's sleep. Yes, I didn't understand because I, when I was first watching this yesterday, I was like, oh, it's Tinkerbell that's rescuing him from the water, but it's not. So yeah. I don't understand who is. That makes sense. So, she says to Hook, um, well, she's done that. Um, so then Peter is taken to the hideout of the Lost Boys, who are now read by Rufio. Oh. And the boys mock Peter, a flower smells his cock, and they beat him up. A uh, flower smells his cock and yeah. then sneezes. Like, it's mm-hmm. a, oh, what if flowers were allergic to cocks? <laughs> oh, what if they were, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd be like this, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't make a film about it, pal. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll put I'll leave it in the film. Yeah, and I'm literally the bloke who just pitched three dead people fingering. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling you, I don't think that you should be doing this allergic to f- cock flower. Too late, I filmed it. Well, you're going to put it in a film? Nah, I have. I have. That, co- that cost $2 million. That flower alone. That's before you even get to the actors and everything. Did you read that Spielberg, I think it's Spielberg, Williams, and someone else did this film for no fee, but took a cut of the box off? Yeah, so that. Hoffman, Spielberg, <laughs> and it. Williams took... Um, it was something like they shared the first twenty million gross. Yes. Then TriStar took a cut, and then and then they went back to percentages after that, which is this is this is fun trivia. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? But it, but yeah, they made a fortune off it. Yeah, yeah. just gonna say probably way more than they were gonna get paid, and it's not good. No, but and it was it was only a moderate hit, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I know. I remember at the time it being a huge, you know, as it is press is hysterical. I remember at the time everyone saying it was his first big bomb. Uh, it was, I mean, it was creatively a lot of things. It was the first one of his, possibly the only one of his, to get nominated for a Razzie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it does. It's weird because I remember seeing the making of, hmm. um, hosted by Ian Jury oh from God. the Blockheads. Like, Hello, I'm Ian Jury. Yeah, right. So like, we're gonna have a look at a new film, Hook. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and it did feel, and Spielberg in that goes, "This is the film I was born to make." Oh God! See, this is him on coke. Was he still doing coke? He must, he must blow by then, was he? I think everyone was when they was coming out of the taps then. I, I guess, but he didn't. He seemed much more clean living. Wasn't this going to be originally Michael Jackson playing Peter Pan? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, well, because yeah, everyone was tra- apparently trying to make Peter Pan movies in the eighties, mm. and this guy, oh, I can't remember his name now, but whoever wrote the script for this had planned and written it. Nick Carson, who did uh, the Boy Could Fly, which is a film mm. I love, mm. um, and the Last Starfighter. Which is for my love, love. Yeah. Uh, he did this with the plan of directing it, and then they said, We want Spielberg to do it. And he goes, Well, you can't. And they said, What if we give you so much money that you puke? And he yeah. goes, Yes, thank you. And then they kept him on as kind of like in a, a sort of on set advisor, and then they got rid of him because none of the actors liked him. Interesting. I didn't know that. Mm. So that's Hollywood for you. Yeah. Do you know <laughs> what, though? If Hollywood said to me, We like your idea, come and write it and then I wrote it and then they went actually we don't need to write it but here's 10 million dollars I'd be like no worries yeah right yeah. are there any other things you'd like me to not write exactly yeah that's a that's an anecdote I got from Bob Hoskins 30 times this week yes <laughs> <laughs> so Ruffio is now in charge because Peter left a vacuum I don't mean a hoover um, <laughs> although you know you need one very dirty there um, because now the new leader is Ruffio and all the Lost Boys are awful yeah. Awful. Spielberg is so good at casting kids, and I think mm. he's done a really good job with uh, Jack and uh, the daughter. Um, Molly. Molly. Yeah. But the the the, uh, the Lost Boys, are, every one of them should be guessed. Yes. They're all awful. You've, you've got that mix of cheeky all the way down to, I am just a little baby. Fuck off. Grow and up. The, <laughs> there's one bit that has got the weirdest line reading. Hmm of any Spielberg film and it's one of the kids going hey, welcome back panda man is that, yeah, are you yeah. alright are you coming down off fucking ching <laughs> uh, but you've got that because uh, you've basically you're making sort of like um, the red hand gang type thing because you've got the big the big kid and you've got the kid from parenthood who, who was really mad right. and you've got 
um, the kid who looks like a 38-year-old mafioso. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got Rufio. And all the rest of them are little tiny stupid babies. It, I find it shocking Rufio... I think that they thought he was going to be like an iconic character mm. and everyone hated him immediately. Yes. Nothing to do with the actor. It's just the character's fucking awful. Fucking awful. I will ask this about <coughs> the whole uh, the t- little town that they have, mm. the Lost Boys, is which one of them has got a degree in engineering then? Yeah, I wouldn't know this. Because they've got, they've got a transport system that fucking Transport for London would be envious of. Mm. It's got... Like a windmill on it, it's great. They've got they've got a skateboard park. They've got they've how they how have they even heard of skateboards and basketball? Well, this is it. How's this all? I mean, like you say, it would make sense if they were like traveling back and forth and collecting stuff, which is what should be happening. Or, or not at all. They should just be like savages. They should be eating each other, not like deep throat, but like chopping each other up. <laughs> you know. Should be like the beginning of two thousand and one in in there. Just yeah. They, yeah, just flinging their own shit. Yeah. Which actually isn't too dissimilar from too what does happen later. Does yeah. Happen. yeah, we don't know that they don't shit like day glow shit. Yeah, exactly, like, yeah. Peter was like, oh, that was really nice. Where did you get it from? My bumhole. Oh. Yeah, my bumhole. But it was red. Yeah, I'm quite ill. <laughs> I'm really ill. Yeah. I know I look like I'm 11, but I'm actually 83 years old. It's old Thudbutt. That's the name of the big kid. He's called Thudbutt. <laughs> See, no. He's making all the dinners, isn't he, with that little beret on. He's got a little beret with a Scottish pom-pom on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's like, I'm just off to make some dinner. And then Peter's like, oh, good. And then he's like, oh, I'll go and see if he needs any help. He goes around there and he's just squatting over a pot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that advert from the 80s for the coffee machine. Where yeah. They, they go, <laughs> but it's just somebody on the floor going, oh, who's ready for mashed potatoes? <laughs> blue mash. I got some blue mash. Every day it's different colour. Isn't that funny? Yeah, well, yeah. Depends what's bursting me. At the end, they were like, I love you, Lost Boys, but I'm really sorry to hear you've got bowel cancer. <laughs> That's okay. In Neverland, yeah. you don't die of it. Uh, of this, mate, have you seen the state of it? <laughs> There's no doctors, yeah? Well, there was one, but we ate him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not like Deep Throat, I mean, actually. No, no, no. That was the other doctor who got blown by a mermaid. <laughs> he would have not died either, but no. he, do you know what? It was such a good blowy, he just stayed down until he drowned. He drowned. Fucking idiot. So, I mean, the thing is, somebody says that you can come to the surface, <laughs> literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, so <coughs> they don't know who he is, and then eventually they recognise him as Pan. And Rufio says, "I hate you, and you're an imposter because he doesn't want it, obviously, to be in charge again." Yeah, well, who gives a fuck? This isn't like he's not going on salary. No, like, yeah, fine. I'll and take Peter, some time off. And Peter even says, "I'm not here to take over. I just want your help to rescue my children that have been kidnapped." And they're all like, oh, we'll help you, Peter, because we're adorable babies. This is quite. A, this was a very spielberg scene where the little boy comes up to him and starts mashing his face together and says, oh, there you are, Peter. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, Hook tries to kill himself. This is the bit I found really funny. And he's like, don't stop me, shmee, shmee, stop me, don't stop me, shmee, 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 stop me, stop me, shmee, stop me. That was quite funny. Their, their scenes together are great. Mm. Yeah, they've got really good chemistry. And this is when Smee <coughs> says to him, look, you can't if you can't beat Peter Pan because he's not Peter Pan. Why don't you just get his kids to like you instead of him? Not in a weird way. It does sound a bit weird. Yeah, but not it like does. that. Yeah, but yeah, but no, you know, it's fine. Don't do it like that. Yeah, well, whatever you think, I'm thinking. That's not what I'm thinking. No, I'm not thinking that. 
<clears throat> so he says the only way to really hurt Peter Pan is to turn his children against him. But not like that. Yeah. So the Lost Boys, meanwhile, decide But to they train... already hate him. They already hate oh, him. Oh, they were done then. That's the yeah. end of that plot yeah. line. Um, they, they encourage him to use the power of his imagination to help use, use his memory. And um, Hook's, Hook tries to turn Maggie against him. Not Molly, it's Maggie. Maggie, that's it. Yeah, but she's not having any of it. She says Molly Maggie. is what the entire crew was on. That's right. Yeah, but Maggie's like, I love my dad. You, you stink, Mister Hook. You're an idiot. And then Hook says to Jack, Ah, oh, but he came to your sister's play, didn't he? But he didn't come to your baseball game. Yeah. Smee got this file on everything Pete has done. How's he done that? <laughs> exactly. Magic. He's just got a head, and he's just nicking. Fi- <sighs> I don't know, he's just, he's just got the DVLE in Swansea. I've <laughs> got everything on him. It says here, you had a bad break like Smee, where are you getting this from? I don't know. I, I, I don't even know why I bothered. Because the thing is, also, <laughs> whenever I leave Neverland, I start aging and dying again. And I've spent that time in Swansea trying to find out fucking Peter Pan's reg number. Ah, your father came to your sister's play, did he not? Yes. I don't even know why ah. the DVLA knows that. But he also has unpaid parking fines. Me, this is rubbish. Yeah, well, he's here now. There's, there's a line around here that I don't get where Hook goes, oh, it's, it actually is the scene where he's going to kill himself. Yeah. He's, he gets said he goes, my career is over. What career yeah, have you career. got? You're a pirate that you live on an island with 70 people, 17 children who hate you, and five... As we see earlier on, five quite elderly prostitutes. How yes. much buccaneering are you fucking doing, mate? Also, your career's over by the very because of the very nature of the fact that you're not leaving the, the harbour and going yeah, to exactly. see a bigger pirate. I'm trying to be a pirate, but I'm doing it the other way round. I'm waiting for them to come to me. Oh, I'm doing much business. Fuck all so far. I'm surprised. I was thinking this yesterday, right? And I'll lay this on you now. <clears throat> I'm surprised because it's the 90s. And you know what America was like at the time? I'm surprised this film isn't Hook coming to America in his boat to sue Peter Pan for, oh. for having his hand for losing his hand and therefore losing his business. I mean, that does feel like a, a, it does feel like an SNL sketch. Actually, exactly, that's, that's, actually, that's, a, yeah. that's quite a nice idea. Yeah, but it makes more sense than him just sitting around going bald and moaning about Peter Pan for how many years has Peter been gone? Like twenty odd years. Uh, yeah, it will be cause, well, like thirty, because he's well, because later on we see a flashback, and oh, yeah, and she's tiny. got but so because he comes back when he sees Moira, and Moira's mm. got a bunch of Beatles posters on the wall, mm. so that must be mid sixties, yeah, yeah. So that goes to show how shit Rufio is, right? You've had no Peter Pan for thirty years, but you've had Rufio, and all you can think about is Peter Pan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say, oh, Rufio, you're such a wonderful adversary. He's just like, oh, when's Peter Pan coming back? Yeah. What about me? You, you, I'm sorry, Rufio, you're a nice guy, but you're shit. Yeah, you look like a keyboardist from fucking <laughs> a new romantic band. So you fuck look, off. You look like one of the Foot Clan from the first Turtles movie. It'd be like not one that anyone would remember. <laughs> not Sam Rockwell. Um. So, um, Jack is... Jackie's like, oh, I'm, I might be into this idea actually because my dad's a cunt. <laughs> um, so he, he you know, because yeah, he went to her play, not my baseball game. So Peter and the Lost Boys have an imaginary dinner. 
Which we know, we know now how Thud Butt made it. Oh, God. This, yeah, exactly. I, am I imagining this? I'm afraid not. <laughs> I quite like this idea. I'm sorry. I do, but it's really played. It goes yeah. on so long. Yeah, it does. The, the We should just be in and out with this. Is like It should be something you return to later, that they have dinner first. This, it should be little sketches, little segments. Like he has, They have dinner for the first time. He can't see anything. They all have a lovely dinner. He's hungry. Next, Come to back to it later. They're all having dinner. He can't see anything. And then when he's finally got his happy memory, they go and have dinner. Voila. Food. But they do it all in one scene and it goes on forever. Yeah, it's interminable. It is. A lot of this film is... He then gets into an arguing match with Rufio, and Rufio's going, you're a pukey pie poo head. Oh, and he God. says to him, you're a nearsighted gynecologist. Something like that. And then he calls him a bad chemistry teacher. Yeah. These are all things he has no context for. It's like arguing with a child and calling him a, a mealy-mouthed architect. They'd be like, what? Yeah, I think they thought, oh, this is Robbie Williams doing what he does. It's not. It, it feels like somebody doing a bad impression of Robbie Williams has been. It should be Ronnie Dangerfield. He's much better in this bit. <laughs> hey, these last boys, they give me no respect. <laughs> um, but he goes on forever. And, he's, and Rufio's just saying, you puke bowl of pity. And he goes, you're a fart factory. Like, yeah. This, what, why was this? Why is this happening? Well, again, it's just this... Uh, because Peter starts off saying, oh, you've got a horrible mouth. And by the end, he's matching him and bettering him. And then Rufio throws a coconut at him and he slices it perfectly in half. Yeah, I'm not surprised because he has a week and a half between the coconut being thrown yeah. and slicing it. Yeah. Even this, this is how slow this film. A coconut being thrown <laughs> takes eight seconds. <laughs> and he has time to turn around, look at it, grab a sword and then slice. Yeah, it's that really speaks to the pace of this bloody film. Yeah. So Thudbutt, Comes up to Peter and says, oh, wait, "Is Thudbutt his real name? Or have you said that in the, in the film? Is his name? It, it, I yeah. thought you made that up. No, no, no. His name's Thudbutt. Jesus Christ! Um, Imagine reading for that. Good. Imagine being a slightly overweight child who's self-conscious. Mm. And you go, okay, we'd like you to come in for a Spielberg film. Oh wow, that'd be amazing. Okay, what am I playing? You will be reading for the now. Don't laugh or cry." <laughs> You're going to be playing a character called Fun Butt. What's he like then? He's like you, Chunky. Then he shits in a pot and everyone eats it. Yeah. All right. All right. What about this other pot for the cool guy? Nah. Nah. You're Thud Butt. So he gives Peter a bag of marbles that Tootle's lost. That he was talking about at the beginning. I lost my marbles. Oh. And Peter goes to sleep in a giant hanging bed, which when I was a kid when I saw this, I was like, oh, wouldn't that be nice sleeping... Up in this bed, up in the sky. Now I'm like, if I turned over as much as I do in the night, I'd be fucking yeah. dead in the morning. Right, plus, you have to go for a piss three times a night now, oh, don't we? God, Men yeah. of our age. Oh, you do it over the side. That'd be all right. Oh, that's exactly. Well, yeah, so, yeah, there's a problem. But there's also a solution. Yeah, I mean, you just go to bed mm. with a little hanging bottle and you can piss in the bottle and just pour it over the side. Or just live by the sea and just or piss you... in the sea from your oh. hammock. Yeah. Or have one of those net hammocks and lie facing down Yeah. with your dick ganging out. There you go. And you didn't got to wake up to piss then. Thud butts underneath. He's like, oh, it rained in the night, didn't oh. it? And everyone was like, no, it didn't. I, I bottled it for my recipe. <laughs> I got what's, some what's the new recipe? Yeah, it's yeah. What's the new recipe? It's called shit and piss. I'll probably leave it then. I preferred it when you were calling it um, happy toffee and apple juice. Yeah, I know, but I got sued by the council. You can't call it that. You've got to say what it is. What right. is it? It was shit and piss, mate. We just had the hygiene expectors. We've got zero out of five. Yeah, and they found a rat and tootle and 
in Thud Butt's pants. And they said that was the cleanest thing, yeah. <laughs> so Jack, Hook and Smee take Jack to a room full of clocks <clears throat> to release his anger. <laughs> and he smashes up all the clocks. Because... What a boring scene. Terrible. Yeah. We're also trying to remind everybody that Captain Hook hates clocks. Why? I don't think it's that he hates clocks. I think it's that he hates the crocodile that had the yeah. clock in it. Uh, yeah, he's exactly. He's not scared a clock's going to attack him. No, no. And also, he's not at sea, so it's not a problem. And also, the one crocodile is dead. Yeah, it's literally stuffed. dead. Yeah. In the town square with a clock in its mouth. I, I said clock. Imagine yeah. if he came out the next day and was like, I want that crocodile. Uh, what have you done? We've put a clock in his mouth. No, I said cock. Yeah, yeah. Or, uh-huh. or worse, I said clock. What <laughs> you've done is... Ba- I mean, is that John Williams? It is, yeah. yeah. He's the only one with it big enough for a massive crocodile's mouth. I thought he was in Malibu. He is. He is. <laughs> the rest of him is. It's literally his cock has gone through dimensions. <laughs> Set instead of the left, straight until the morning, and the tip... <laughs> Is there? <laughs> um, he's calling it Tiger Lily. Um, yeah. So then um, he sets Tiger up a, Willy. Tiger I, I misunderstood. He sets up a baseball game, which is really annoying. What with his cock, John Williams? No, no, no. What? no, no, no. no, no. Right. Ah, ah. <laughs> I was going to say it's quite a lot. Quite a long innings. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have this baseball game where Hook ch- changes his hook for a, a baseball mitt. It's really annoying. Um, so um, Peter's been charged with stealing Hook's hook as a prank. And then he has to watch as Jack is treated nicely by someone claiming to be his father, i.e. Hook, yeah. and is given a baseball game to win. And um, home run, and they're trying to make him forget about home because at one point they have to put the run home Jack and he's like, what? And they change it around. It, um, it, it's become very clear as this one goes on that nobody involved in it knows anything about baseball. Yes. Because, first of all, they don't know when the season ends. Mm-hmm. And also, one of the other guys who's on Jack's team is trying to steal second, and they shoot him. Mm. Uh, well, no, because they're trying to let him win, and they still count towards his stats. I don't want to get technical here. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. But they want Jack to have the glory, don't they? But he still would have done if the guy had stolen second and then he'd hit a double, he still would have got a run. That's true. Yeah, anyway. Um, so Peter sees that Hook says, well done, son. And Jack's like, thanks. And Peter's like, just, he walks away upset. And then he realises he has to go and f- find his happy thought if he's going to fly. So he climbs up a rock and then shouts, I came. <laughs> that's what it sounded like he said yeah. I came that's my happy thought when I go oh, oh. Yeah. yeah weirdly I'm just quite sleepy now the last thing I want to do is fly <laughs> I haven't got any fags yeah fucking <laughs> thug butts guy. I've got a big cigar I don't want it don't want it I rolled it on my thigh I don't care mate it wouldn't light yesterday it was too soggy it's dry now <laughs> So then he sees his shadow move. It's gone white because it's the 90s. <laughs> it's got a chalk. Yeah. <laughs> <He>, uh... <laughs> oh, it's one of those chalk cigarettes. <laughs> candy cigarette. Oh, no, it's not. Um, so he sees his shadow move by itself. <clears throat> and then he follows it and finds the original treehouse where they all played when they were young. 
And Tinkerbell says, gives him his whole potted history. That he was a little baby when he was stolen. She stole him as a little baby because his mum had yeah, I've written taken that his down. eye off of him. So For she a stole second. Him. Yeah. And the baby goes downhill, the pram tilts over, the baby falls out. Mm. And Tinkerbell could go, oh, I'll take you back to your mum. Or yeah. I'm going to kidnap you. And the mum was chatting and didn't for one minute go, um, where's my baby gone? And then when the other person went, I think I think he's gone. She was like, anyway, so I was in no, the shop. We don't know that. She'd be like, where's my baby? Oh, he's down the bottom of the hill. <laughs> and then she's running down. I love you. I love you. I miss you, my baby. And then some glowing cunts flown off for him. Mm. And we're supposed to be on her side, are we? Yeah. I mean, she's basically just, she's basically got a van with sweets written on the side of it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. She keeps flying back to Earth where she's not supposed to go, I imagine. Nicking kids. Yeah, that's where they come from. Every one of these lost boys had a family. She's pinching them. I don't know, it's a bit weird. Do you want to live forever? Cool. I mean, there's one caveat. What? You're going to be enemies with pirates and you live in, really, and in the elements. Yeah. And some sometimes you're going to get forced into a clan by a mermaid. Yeah. That sounds fun. No, that's not what it sounds like. Not like that, no. Not like that. But the food's uh, good. Is it? Well, no. it's his arsehole. <laughs> what? Yeah, you got to eat his arsehole as dinner. Oh, this sounds bad. I'd rather die. All right, stay here then, cunt. <laughs> There's Tinkerbell's origin Tink- story. Tinkerbell, she seems so nice, but she swears like a docker. Yes, she is. <laughs> you fucking... I'll give you the clap, you cunt, she said. So then he goes, we get the flashbacks of him visiting Wendy after he'd gone to Neverland. And Wendy's played by Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, because I, I was wondering, how come Wendy is so rich that she can start an adoption agent? Now we know it's because she makes a fortune selling minge steamers or whatever. That's right, yeah, she's got candles that smell like fannies. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then he, he keeps, as we mentioned earlier, he keeps coming back going, all right, Wendy, you're a bit of all right. All right, Wendy, you're a bit of all right. And then one day, oh, you're really old. Here, can I have a bit of your granddaughter? Yeah. She she said, "Oh, I you should." What what wait, isn't there a missing generation there? There is because the, the implication being hmm. that Wendy's daughter is was rough as arseholes, and yeah. people's like, "I'm not fucking her. I'm gonna wait till you get a grandkid, then I'll have a pop." Bella Amberg. <laughs> Great comedy time. It wouldn't fuck her. <laughs> but then Moira chose to stay. Oh no, sorry, sorry. Peter fell then fell in love with Wendy's granddaughter Moira, and this is what caused him to stay in the real world. And to become a father. But by doing so, he lost all his memories. I mean, I can relate. Yeah, I I'm can't a father. remember. I can't remember shit. <laughs> yeah, I can't, when I was I can't, young. yeah, exactly. So then he, he, he thinks, he remembers Jack being born. And in doing so, b- b- gains the power of flight. <laughs> he said, I've remembered my happy memory of my wife having to get stitched up and me having to change nappies and everything. Yeah. Not sleep and have a terrible time for, for at least a year. Yeah, at least a year. My happiest memory, that. <laughs> uh, so then he's he's flying <coughs> and suddenly, he's not just flying, Dan, he's now got his hair all moosed and he's moosed, wearing a Peter Pan yeah. costume. And where's that come from? Don't know. There's a lot of haberdashery in this film. It's like, who did this then? Mm. Like, they give Jack a little boy version of Captain Hook's costume. Who's yeah. knocked that up quick then? And who, the, get, who made all the baseball hats? Exactly, all the pirate costumes of the, the, the baseball players, yeah. I, I used to have a little is... shot of a woman at a sewing machine or something, just to make fill in the blanks. 
of a woman or and a sort of shit. Yeah, a man could be a man. Not, could be a man. Not it could be Glenn sexy. Close. You get the best of both worlds. Then there you go. Yeah, I mean, she'd have, she'd have definitely said to uh, Thud Butt Close, but no cigar. <laughs> <clears throat> so then he flies about and he comes back, and the first thing he does is humiliate Rufio in front of all the Lost Boys. He flies past him and nips his trousers off so they fall down. That's right. Not very nice. Well, it's revenge, isn't it? It's, it's petty, a playful bit of banter. Petty is Peter Pan, if you ask me. Yeah, if you think about it, it's it's not great luck, is it? Yeah, but you're dead in half an hour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. So he flies about. We get some nice effects of him flying. <clears throat> and then he comes back. And Rufio comes in with the sword. And you're like, oh, he's going to fucking shiv him. But no, he hands him the sword and says, this is yours now. You're in charge again. And Peter and everybody go, yay. And then he says, well, I have to save my kids. And they're like, boo, fuck yeah. them. Can't we just have some more imaginary food? Nope. Because it's not imaginary. It's from everyone, try and remember, he's just gaslighting this by saying it's imaginary. It's coming from his big ass. <laughs> so then, that night, Tinkerbell... Goes all big and says, oh. Why? I don't know. And There's then, so much scenes you can cut. Yeah. This is, just goes nowhere for no reason. Because she basically goes, I'm really pleased you've remembered your Peter Pan again. But do you want to fuck? No. Yeah. No, I don't. I'm married. Right. Oh, God. I'll go fuck myself, actually. Also... When you're big, maybe, but when you're that small, like, we just couldn't. I'd kill you. How long are you going to be big for? Uh, oh, just <laughs> seven and a half minutes. Oh, we got time in. Yeah, twice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just not practical, is it? I mean, if you're that small and we wanted to have it off, you'd just have to run up and down it, I guess. I and know. you're not going to, yeah, you're not going to enjoy what happens to you. No. I'd like be that. like John Williams with a normal woman. <laughs> Like King Kong and Fay Ray all over again. <laughs> and, you know, he, he, he wasted all that energy on getting her, and then when he got he, when he got home with her, he was like, "What am I going to do with this?" Yeah, it's like when a dog catches a car, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> so the next day, um, Peter Pan turns up and he cuts a silhouette of himself out of the pirate ship, which is quite annoying. <laughs> he even yeah. takes time to cut the holes uh, where his arms go. Which yep. I think is quite pretentious of him. <laughs> um, and then a big fight breaks out, and uh, the kid, the girl kid, whose name I've forgotten already, Maggie, Maggie says, "My dad's Peter Pan." And then they have a big fight, and the Lost Boys turn up, and they've all got annoying Goonie-style gadgets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Thudbutt is able to turn himself into a giant ball. Apparently, so. And <laughs> knock people over like skittles. Do you know what, it reminded me of the uh, the end battle in Labyrinth, this. Yes. But but not as fun. No. Oh, also, do you know David Bowie was offered Hook? Was he? I don't know how that would have gone. I think that would have been quite good. <clears throat> but he would have just done it the same way again. Yeah. <clears throat> Peter Pan, I've stolen your children. You have 13 hours to solve my labyrinth. No, no. Don't stop me shooting myself. Ow. Ow. Um... So then David Crosby gets hit in the nuts. <laughs> and he looks like Noel Fielding. Um, oh, and I put here that David Crosby and Jimmy Buffett, both cameo in this, both died this year, the curse of Hook. Hmm? 
The, yeah, we were in one low-rated Spielberg film, then 35 years later, dead. Yeah. Jimmy Buffett's also in Jurassic World, which is sort of transcendently, transcendently. What he was, yeah, yeah, it's related really, it's, to Spielberg. So yeah, yeah, double, double cursed. That's yeah. If you work with Spielberg, eventually you'll die. Look, the shark and jaws. What happened to him? <laughs> yeah, at the time, yeah, Got blown up. Um, <clears throat> Clive Dunn wasn't I've even done. in it in the end, and he's dead. Certainly. That's um, that's that's how dangerous Spielberg is. That's right. Connery, Connery, um, Harrison Ford's um, will will to, <laughs> to be an original artist. Oh God! Um, so yeah, they they've got a thing that fires eggs directly out of a chicken, but they're imaginary eggs. Are they though? Well, no. No. Because this is, is it? Because at this point you go, oh, we've only got imaginary food. What about these eggs? Oh, I suppose mm. you could eat them. Well, those are our weapons. Well, fucking, we need calorific intake, and we're going to die. We can't all be in his waist. And they're throwing thud butts shit at people. <laughs> Arrows with shit on them. Oof. And then, and Pete and Hook start a sword fight. And then when they're fighting, he has to go because he has to go and save the other kid. So Rufio goes, looky, looky, I've got a hooky. And for that, Captain Hook stabs him and kills him, and we're all pleased. Yeah, exactly. I mean, for a kid's film, that's quite, you know, to kill. I know it's Rufio, but still, it's pretty, pretty severe uh, Yeah, I was surprised when that happened. Yeah. Um, especially because a minute later, when, when um, Peter is going to kill Hook, Hook says... Oh, come on. What sort of world would it be without Hook? Because he has been a camp bit of fun yeah. as a character all if, the way through. If he'd have arrived in Neverland and Hook and Smee weren't there, this film would be doubly shit. Yeah. Yeah. So Rufio's dead. <clears throat> so Peter and Hook have a sword fight and Peter wins. And then Hook says, well done. And then um, he says, well, you've got to promise me you'll never, you'll leave Neverland and never come back. And then fucking Hook taxi drivers his ass by flicking a sword out of his wrist and says, I am Neverland. And I'd go, yeah, you are, because you're the only interesting thing here. Mm. And then he tries to kill Peter, and Peter puts his hook onto the dead croc. And for some reason, that makes it come to life. It, no, it collapses. For some reason, it's taxidermized. But yes. for some reason, it seems to be taxidermized with green gas, yeah. which I'm not sure is going to keep it up. But it swallows him. And then it and then it, it causes the whole thing to collapse. And then he lands with it mouth first. Surely, if, if you're saying that, oh, it's landed mouth first and Hook went into the inside of the creature, he just... Use his hook hand to rip himself out. But yeah, the, but he might get crushed by the mouth. But the crocodile then burps. Well, that's because it's a childish joke. Hmm. But Hook's dead then. Probably. So Tinkerbell takes Jack and Mackie back to London and Peter hangs about and goes, you know what? I can't stay even though I've just had this big thing about me coming back and some of you probably got beaten up by pirates. Um, I'm not staying around. There should be a scene, by the way, like in Return of the Jedi, where one of them is killed, apart from Rufio. There should be one where the pi- loads of pirates have got a little kid caught and they're just kicking, kicking, kicking <laughs> him and stamping on him. Robert De Niro style, like good fellas. <laughs> anyway, he says, well, I'm going, so I'm going to have to leave uh, someone in charge. And all these adorable little baby-faced twats 
I'm like, yeah. oh. And then he gives it to Thud Butt. And he says, you're just you, the man. You've had the most screen time. Yeah. And so then he flies off and he wakes up in Kensington Gardens under the Peter Pan statue, which is a bit like American Wealth in London waking up with the wolves. Yeah. And, hello, what are you doing here? Says someone, sweeping up pretend snow and cans, as you do. And it's Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins again, who's Smee or not Smee? And it's just very Smee or not to Smee, that's the question. And Peter Pan's like, oh, oh, I better go. So he goes home. And then we go back to Wendy's house. And Peter arrives at the window where Jack and the girl woken up. Maggie, Maggie. Maggie. And everyone's happy. And then Jack opens the door and Peter goes, what did I tell you about this window? And Jack's like, oh, no. And he goes, and, uh, and do you know what? always leave it open. And no one has remembered that because that was yeah. two hours ago and it's a boring film and it's not... Shut the window is not a great catchphrase, no, right? This is where my word is my bond should have paid off. Yeah. And I didn't even remember that, to be fair. But like, mm. what did I tell you about shutting the window? He goes, don't ever shut the window ever. And like, never. Literally, it's December. And do you know what fuels cost in these days, right? Yeah. Also, the reason for that hook is to stop children wandering out. But the sequel of this is set two weeks later. The, the fuel bills have gone through the fucking roof. <laughs> the kids are dead. Granny Wendy fell out the window because she was trying to close the, it and fell. Everyone's dead. <laughs> Phil Collins had a heart attack. Not related. Williams has lost his job. Going, yeah, you... Literally, it was your job to stop those owls fucking. Oh, he did because he he found that he finds his mobile phone in the garden, and he throws it away. And then he brings it up performatively, brings it all the way back up, and then throws it out the window again. Yeah, he's gonna lose his job. The, the sequel to this is them dead and broke. The sequel to this is like that series of Only Fools and Horses where they've lost all their money and no one wants to watch it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or Rocky Five. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then, as the family watches. Uh, everyone be happy. Peter goes, oh, by the way, Tootles, I got your marbles back. And Tootles are like, oh, I did find my marbles. And then he sprinkles magic dust and sort of says, fuck you, everybody. Flies away, yeah, while shoving marbles up his arse. And then um, does a little, oh, and as he flies off, they say, someone says about how this is the greatest adventure. And then he turns to them and says, to live would be an awfully big adventure. And I'm not going to lie, I was a bit like, because I was what? ill. I was ill. I was. Oh, yeah, it got me a bit. Got me a bit. Didn't get me. I was very annoyed with this point. <laughs> Tootles flies off. Wee and does like a loop the loop round Big Ben, and then flies away. <coughs> yeah. And, and where's he going? Where's he going? He like he was found dead in the allotment in Hull. <laughs> 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 He's just like yeah. We don't know where he's going. I, I, mean, I assumed he was going back to Neverland, but I don't think he is. Oh, that's all they want. An old man with no fucking bladder control. And clearly has dementia. Arriving amongst kids. That's right. Thugbutt's like, oh, it's so good to have you here, Teals. Teals. Oh, slit his throat in the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've gone really dark. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm charged now, fucker. I'll tell you what we're eating this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Peter comes back to check on him and Teals is like on a spit. Yeah. What you happened? guys still are you still eating your own shit not today. <laughs> With tools, he's um having a lie down. His marbles are yeah. Uh-huh. And his spleen. Why has he got an apple in his mouth? <laughs> Why do they put apples in pigs' mouths? I don't know. Is it the last meal before they kill him? Right, so look, why do they put apples? Put out because do you know what? I've never questioned it till this very moment. Yeah. I think it's apples. a last meal, like a last cigarette. 
Why do they put apple in a pig's mouth? Uh, oh, all right. Here's the actual answer. Hmm. Uh, reportedly, as the pig roasts, its jaws tighten into an unsightly grimace, and the app which the apple helped prevent or minimise. Oh, it's disgusting. There we are. So, but you can imagine the same thing happened to Tootles. Yeah, exactly. See the picture with a, you know, on a Friday night. I'm not, I won't <laughs> I say what his... in, I'm not going to tell you what's in his mouth, but he's grimacing. <laughs> I don't want to see his cum face. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey. Anyway, hook. There you go. Right. So I hated this. <laughs> yeah. And you said earlier yeah. that you uh, had notes, but you generally quite liked it. I think that it's the wrong film for Spielberg at the wrong time and that he didn't really care about it and that it gives in to all his worst instincts, especially with the children's bit um, and the Neverland bit in general. Right. But it's got a beautiful John Williams score apart from the beginning. Yeah. And it kind of gets away with it because it's the last... If you think about Spielberg's decade, pretty much from 1979 to 1991 or 1990, yeah. every one of his films pretty much has got this sort of sheen of magic on it and it just feels really, really exciting and magical. And I think this has like the last... It's like a pan, someone who was really good as an actor a long time ago now doing panto and you go and see them and you're like, oh, they're still really good even though they're yeah. doing shit. This is that yeah. as a film. But it's not a good film. No, but I, it has I, that energy to it that I quite liked. I, I, I really, really, really struggled with this. This morning, <laughs> I, I was... I, suspected I wasn't going to like it, but I'm surprised the extent to which I loathed it. Yeah, I understand, because I, I think maybe I was just in the right mood for it yesterday, but it's not a good film. Well, you were ill. I mean, sometimes mm. this, if, if this, because I was, I had to watch it, and, and you were sort of on the sofa, warm, probably had a hot chocolate, mm-hmm. morphine, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you live your life. Um, yeah. well, I do, actually, and I was, I was right with the morphine. <laughs> um, I imagine quite relaxing, but I, I was really, like, quite pissed off by it. Yeah, no, I get that, but I don't think it's his worst film. No, I, I'm the Terminal. I think is still his worst mm, film. Yeah, I, I agree. hate that film. Yeah, I was really hoping it was going to be a double meaning, and at the end he dies. What? Of t- <laughs> but I think the guy did, didn't he? Didn't a couple of years later? Oh, I hope so. Based on a true story, wasn't it? A really boring true story that didn't need to be made. No, no, that wasn't really based on this at all. Also, I think that film The Post he did a few years ago like could have been really good, but was really boring. I, now that, I, w- I will watch it again because I think maybe, because you said before you hate that film. I saw yeah. it in the cinema and I really, really enjoyed it. Oh, but maybe you? it was one of those things where I was in a really happy mood that day. Mm. But I didn't um, like Bridge of Spies either and you liked that. I love Bridge of Spies, mm-hmm. actually. I need and to I've watch seen that it a couple again. Of times. I remember being quite flat, feeling it was quite flat. Uh, watch it on a Sunday afternoon. It's the perfect Sunday afternoon film. I should like it because Spielberg and the scripts by the Coen brothers. And it's, just, it's an old-fashioned spy movie. Yeah, but I just remember it being quite dull. But I will watch I've, it again. I've watched it a couple of times. If you still like it, dislike it, then I then uh, tough. I've got Lincoln lined up to watch as well again. But I remember that really getting on my fucking nerves at the end. That got on my fucking nerves, that mm. did. Especially at the end. Because they do the switcheroo, don't they, with the theatre. <clears throat> yeah. Really annoying. I want to see his head getting blown off. Well, you know, that's the missing scene from this as well. I want it to be that bit from that. Was it the, was it Police Squad where someone's playing Abraham Lincoln? Abraham Lincoln every week, yeah. The, the, the hat gets shot off and then he comes out with a big magnum and shoots. Back. And then pulls, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want that to be the end. There you go. Right. <clears throat> Hook. Well, so, what are you giving it out of 10? Oh, like three, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's about right. 
Um, I'd give it four just for the Williams soundtrack. I really like it. It's not enough for me. It's not enough for me. If you're going four, I'm giving it two then. Fine. Because I think we are quite different in our opinions of this. Mm. Also, if you're listening to the Williams soundtrack, you can definitely hear bits of Harry Potter in there. Very similar. Well, yeah, but if you listen to Arthur's soundtracks, you listen to either some of his other work or other people's work a lot Mm. of the time. Yeah. So, Dan, uh, are you excited about 2024? I am excited about 2024. Mm. Projects lined up? Yes, there are projects lined up. Not as many as I would like right now, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm gigging again. Yeah, you're so getting back nice. in stand up now, aren't you? Getting back in stand up, mm-hmm. just for the love. Of course. And, and, oh, you're very good here. I've seen you do stand up. You have, and yes, it's, mm. it's fine. I mean, it's not as good as uh, staying in. No, true. No. So there's, but I'll, I'll do it. So I, maybe I'll see you somewhere. Oh, yeah. the other thing I am doing, I tell you what, I will push this. Go on. It is, on my Twitter, you'll probably see it i am producing a short film and we're yes. doing a kickstarter for it it's, it's the first thing i've done that isn't for like a broadcaster or something mm. so we we're putting it together ourselves so if you want to help out it's called sister anna and we just need a little bit of money to put this film together so it's on my twitter and i'll put the link in the show description thank you very much we're shooting that in january brilliant well in that case i'll wish you a very merry christmas and a happy new year thank you very much and you john yeah and um see you next year Bye. Bye.